Hey everyone, welcome back to Tevating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our national treasure, Aaron Tevate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this week we'll continue to highlight the phenomenon that was Grease Live, but with more of a focus on the cast as a whole. They were just such a special group, and as we know, Aaron played the legendary Danny Zuko, Julianne Huff was the perfect Sandy, Vanessa Hudgens was Rizzo, Carlos Penavega, Kaniki, Carly Rae Jepsen, Frenchie, Kiki Palmer was Marty, Jordan Fisher, Duty, Kether Donahue, the hilarious Jan, David Del Rio was Putsy, and Andrew Call was Sonny. It was mentioned in episode 21, but this entire cast had some kind of live performance experience prior to Grease Live, which gave them all a little bit of an edge. In the AOL cast panel, the comparison to High School Musical was of course brought up to Vanessa Hudgens. In 2006, she played good girl brainiac Gabriella, and here she was 10 years later playing bad girl Rizzo. I mean, the whole cast had to put themselves back into the mindset of high school in order to play these characters. Maybe it's because I was so young when I first saw Grease, but those actors, they didn't seem like high school students. They were so grown up. And this was brought up as the panel as well. Aaron said that director Tommy Kale always gave them words and feelings to remember and help them get into the mindset in order to play these high school characters. Our director, Tommy Kale, who's, you know, has Hamilton right now, if you guys have ever heard of that, and In the Heights, and he's an amazing director, and he's kind of our, our leader in all of yeah. this, and something that he said a lot is about kind of the knowingness that we have um, in our generation, but then also being older, and trying to think back to high school when everything was your first time, everything was life and death, when you, the first time you fell in love, the first time you had your heart broken, I mean, you, you don't know what comes after it. So everything, the stakes are so high. So that's something that he's been yeah. reiterating to us to try to, you know, age us down a little bit to that, to that place. But also... In fact, in a backstage rehearsal interview with Justine Magazine, Aaron spoke about the universal themes of Grease Live and how they were both similar and different to the high school themes presented in the original movie. Universal themes about, you know, we're, we're picking up these kids at 17, 18 years old where they're trying to wrestle with the person that you've been maybe so far, especially in high school, and then the person that you really are. You present a really great message to get out that it's okay just to be who you are. And to try to be adventurous and be great. We're trying to make that very clear in this version that Sandy's not changing from Andy, that it's really all about all of us finding our own acceptance with who we are. Whether or not Sandy and Danny, once they do that, are able to be together, you know, it might not go that way. The point that they drive home about Sandy changing at the end of the movie for herself, not for Danny, is such an important point for viewers and really fits with today's society and messages about being true to oneself. Prior to the show airing, the cast took part in so much press to promote the show and the question that came up every time was, what can we expect your version to look like compared to the film version? Here's how Aaron explains what could be expected. Tell me about, um, you know, your version. Do you have any uh, 
Well, our version is very similar to the film um, as far as the script is concerned, but we do take elements for people that are familiar with the Broadway show. There are some numbers that aren't in the film that we feature in our show. Uh, Freddie, My Love, which is a song that Marty sings, is done in a really cool way. And also Magic Changes, which is a song from the stage version, is in our version. Um, but they've also done really subtle script work where some things that are implied a lot in the film are now actually on our page. And I don't know, I think that something that's really cool is like Sandy's transformation, you know, where people think, oh, she's changing from, for some guy. Like, I think it's much more clear that it's not necessarily about that. Even though they were trying to make this script and this version of Grease Live their own, it is Grease, right? I mean, the original movie version has some seriously memorable lines and ways of saying things that when you hear them, your brain immediately associates them with Grease. Julianne speaks to this as well. We're not trying to recreate and do it exactly. There's definitely certain lines that are so iconic and like when you hear them, you just think Grease. So, okay, maybe we have to do the line a little bit like that, you know, otherwise you'll be disappointed. I've never personally seen the Broadway version of Grease, but shout out to whoever made the decision to include Magic Changes as a main number in the show, because it's totally a fan favorite. I'm thinking of one major fan in particular as I talk about this. Hi, Emily. That scene gives Jordan Fisher a chance to shine and finally play his song that everyone kept shutting him down when he would ask if they wanted to hear it. But it also gave the song new life. In the Grease movie version, the song for Magic Changes is just playing in the background as music for some of the scenes, but in the live version, it is placed at the perfect point when Aaron is going through his Danny sports montage and literally somehow going through magic changes from one outfit to the next in a matter of minutes. Finally, who can forget the harmony at the end of Magic Changes between Aaron and Jordan? Angel voices from heaven both of them. Magic Changes wasn't the only scene in the show that required quick changes. In the panel led by Lin-Manuel Miranda, Aaron speaks to how the show starts off at 100, with him and Julianne doing the beach scene and then off they sprint for a quick change. Basically, the cast was just sprinting around to four different sound stages for three hours, all while performing iconic dance and song numbers. They're just amazing. There's no other word for it. But here's Aaron's take from that panel. And we started, you know, on the beach right before it pulled back and Jesse steps in and Julianne and I, as soon as the camera was away, sprinted through the gym to our first quick change booth, got changed and had to wait for the camera to pass and then sprint around the school and then I had to be at the locker by the time they landed at the thing and completely dressed in different costumes. So it also started kind of the, the <laughs> right, mayhem of the changes all night right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually Friday was our first dress rehearsal. I don't know if you guys know this, with an audience. And you know, I'm, me, I'm a ham. So, the, so Julian and I ran through the gym and the audience was in there and they started cheering and I screamed at the top of my lungs to like hype the audience. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. I gotta, I gotta make it to the weekend if I do that. Like almost totally torched my voice doing that in the first. Oh, breaking news. 
So many times the cast would share how being on set really made them feel like they were back in high school and just hanging out with their friends. The scene that particularly made them feel this way was the school dance, with the full company present, extras, the live audience. The acting component of the characters just seemed to fade away. Aaron described it perfectly in the Lin-Manuel Miranda panel. You know, I'm trying not to jo- drop Julianne Huff, you know? <laughs> right. But, um, no, you know what, that, honestly, that was, that, and watching it back is, it's kind of very emotional to watch because it's, what you're saying, it, it's like 400 people all committed to this thing and no one ever messing up or dropping the ball for anybody else to make that happen. And then it, on the night, I've ne- as an actor, I've never, anything I've ever done, I've never felt an experience like that, what it felt like for that 25 minutes to be in that gym. It was like there was, no, there was absolutely no acting involved. Because we were in the gym, it was our full company, there were, you know, and then there were 100 extras and the audience. It felt like you are in a high school gym. We couldn't see the cameras. <laughs> and I mean, so much storytelling is being told on camera, but some of my favorite stuff is Andrew Call is here, who played Sonny. Uh, What's up, Andrew? And uh, some, of, some of my favorite stuff was like watching him work through the crowd that wasn't on camera trying to sneak me a nip from his flax that he had. And I mean, just like all these stories that were being told and we weren't acting, you know what I mean? We were, we were in the gym in this high school and it was something, the energy in that room was something I've never felt before. Um, I want to talk a couple about a Going off of that energy, let's touch on some behind the scenes shenanigans. Do you remember Snapchat? Pre-Instagram stories, that was the quickest way to get a behind-the-scenes look at daily life and events. I was never really into it, but I had one, just so I could watch other people's snaps. Kiki Palmer, however, was smart enough to capture all the rehearsals and behind-the-scenes shenanigans on Snapchat that the cast participated in together. From chats in the hotel to playing ninja on set, she got it all. And now those snaps have been enshrined on YouTube and other platforms so we can see what even Grandpa Tevate was up to on the set of Grease Live. While the entire cast seemed like a close-knit group and it looked like so much fun to be around, no one looked like they had more fun on set than the T-Birds. They portrayed the ultimate high school bromance. The inside jokes, the stories, the bets on who could make who laugh first. There was a cast interview with TV Guide, and the cast was asked questions and had to write down a castmate's name on a whiteboard. So here's some of the questions. Who was most likely to break in their lines? Majority of the cast said Carlos. Most likely to drunk tweet? Kether or Kiki were the top names. Most likely to steal your food? Vanessa. Apparently, she was always coming around for the... And most likely to be on Tinder? All but one person wrote Kether. The cast had no choice but to become a close-knit group. They rehearsed for up to 10 hours a day. I mean, talk about a test of endurance. On the day show, Vanessa and Carlos talked about the rehearsal process. Who's going right to be right there, yeah. Now, how much rehearsal and practicing have you guys done? A lot. We've yes. been rehearsing like we're rehearsing for a Broadway show. Oh, really? Yeah, so we started December 1st, mm-hmm. and it's just been six days a week, like 10 hours long. It's hard work, but it's so much fun because the cast is amazing. Yeah. Everyone's so wonderful. We all really get along. So we feel like we're in high school just <laughs> being Now, Vanessa, say, you say you're not, you're not nervous. <laughs> yes. yes. Carlos? Yeah. 
Most of the cast attributed the fun energy on set to how they were able to truly remain in a state of excitement for the show and not switch to those anxious, nervous feelings based on how high the stakes were. Aaron had said that of course he was going to be nervous on the actual night of the show, but leading up to it, there was nothing but joy and excitement on set. However, there was one life-altering event that happened in one of the cast members' lives just hours before the show. Vanessa Hudgens' dad sadly passed away after battling cancer. I can't even imagine how or what she was feeling in those moments, let alone how she was able to pull herself together and give such a memorable performance as Rizzo. Aaron spoke so highly and admirably about Vanessa on an interview with The Morning Show when he was in Australia. There was lots of press at the time. Vanessa yeah. Hudgens very sadly lost her yes. dad yeah. uh, hours before she had to go and perform. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she won rave reviews. She was a Yeah, I, don't, I, I honestly don't pro. know how she did that. I, I don't know if I would have been able to pick myself up off the floor that morning. But mm. she's, um, you know, she's, she's ama- she was already amazing, the work that she was doing, and that just you know, added a whole different kind of perspective to it. And uh, she's, she's really something. This has been so much fun to go back and revisit Grease Live press and cast interviews and just get a more intimate look at what went on behind the scenes to pull together this epic show. Grease Live is definitely a feel-good performance that I go back to pretty frequently, even if it's not to watch the whole thing. There's just some clips and songs that are that instant mood booster that you need sometimes. Who knows, maybe Aaron will get asked to take part in another live adaptation of a musical. We won't know for sure, but... All I can say is, fingers crossed. Thank you again so much for listening today and going on this Grease Live ride. If you're looking for more fun Aaron content, come follow me on Instagram at Tevading underscore patiently and on TikTok at Tevading Patiently. Hope to have you back here for episode 23.